Welcome to the In Defense of Ska podcast. There's a lot of like, okay, well, you like Ska named three bands that aren't the boss tones. I'm your host, Aaron Carnes, music journalist and author of the book In Defense of Ska. And I'm your co-host, Adam Davis, veteran Ska musician from the bands Omnigon and Link 8. On our show, we aim to push back on the mainstream's negative perception of Ska music. There are so many great untold stories throughout the history of Ska. The show features interviews with everyone from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones to Fishbone, Fall Out Boy singer Patrick Stump, and the police drummer Stuart Copeland. Join us on In Defense of Ska from the Consequence Podcast Network. Consequence Podcast Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. After a few weeks off, the What Podcast is back. A grab bag of topics today. We say goodbye to some of our festival favorites. We dive into Lord Taco's Twitch account. And I make demands for Bonnaroo 2022. Did we miss anything? Follow along anytime to what underscore podcast on your socials. It's Brad, Barry, Lord Taco. The What Podcast returns right now. Like we never left. So what podcast? Welcome back in. It's Barry, Lord Taco, I'm Brad. Hi guys. I did not Hello. get I did not get the memo Hi. to wear a Bonnaroo t-shirt. I'm very sorry about that. I know, right? I've been missing you guys. Where, I noticed tacos. You, I like that. Do you have a Bonnaroo t-shirt? I do not. Oh wait, that's not true. <laughs> I've got two that Barry gave me as um, as a gift volu- volunteer shirts. But, oh, that's right. Oh, volunteer shirts. Yeah, they're wonderful, but Great I'll guys. just never wear them. They're too heavy. They're that that heavy, itchy Gildan shirt, and I just can't get to it, man. That's well. The real reason you don't is because there's a really oh, good absolutely. chance Brian's oh, absolutely. wearing his. Uh, I, he wears it every like day. He does. Uh, he look, have we have so before. much to talk about. We're gonna have. We're probably gonna miss a lot. So if we miss a topic that we should be talking about, please drop us a comment. The whatpodcast.com or uh, the what underscore podcast on the socials. There is so much that has happened in the last two months. I have no idea how we're gonna get to all of it. But the top story, the lead, is that I spent a weekend with Brian Stone. 
And he lived. thrived. Lived. Like I've never seen him thrive in the world before. Like outside of Bonnaroo, I've never seen him this happy. Guys, he was wow. on cloud nine. Wow. I've never, in the 15 years of knowing this kid, have ever seen him this happy. I've, I've in the 15 years, I I've know. Him, never heard the word happy. <laughs> Even at Bonnaroo, uh, he's miserable. But name. he's, <laughs> so not. Oh, yeah, he can't stand Not it. only. He catches himself. If he's happy, he's I've, like, I've got to sabotage my life somehow. How can I make this? Now, I will say uh, the first day, the, I mean, the first second that he walked in the door, he goes, where's the closest liquor store? And so he walks directly <laughs> to the corner liquor store, buys um, cheap gin and some tanga, tanga. What is it called? Tonic water. Yeah. All right. So he buys that and he wakes up yeah. the next morning. And the second that we get on the train, he looks around. He's like, I got to buy more gin before we get home. Like, <laughs> you just you just bought Man's got his a priorities. bottle. <laughs> Have you already gone through a bottle? And he said, well, I will buy tonight. I got to be prepared for the morning. <laughs> he and, is on so, and so Come literally on, we took another bottle home. Um, within the, ne the next morning, he's like, I got to buy more tonic water. It was like this endless parade of needing to buy more gin and tonic water. At the, like after three days, the wife looked at me and she goes, I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as he knew. I don't worry. Yeah. There was no need to worry. Yeah. I, I so, know, I know so, um, <laughs> so he has a wonderful weekend. He walks and I swear to God, the man walked cause I, I tracked it 70,000 steps in four days. We walked 45 miles. Um, he practically did everything that the city could have thrown at him. He loved every second of it. Even the things that I thought that he was going to hate, like, you know, weirdos on the train. You know, or this place is a dump. Why does it smell like pee? Uh, I didn't get anything. I swear <laughs> to God, I didn't get one complaint. Huh. I was stunned. Wow. I know. Bad, bad wrong. Compare it with, I mean, compare it to what a year ago. In, everything was a complaint. Literally Norman. everything that happened. I mean, I mean, you had, yeah, you had the neighbor neighbors said, were ready I don't ever want to see that right? guy again. <laughs> so okay so then the best part is we go to um we go to the mets game i'm a huge mets fan he's a big braves fan so i took him to um to city field and it was the fifth of a five game series the mets have just dominated them for three games they lose one game because a, a pitcher kind of right. um you know takes a dump in the first inning but other than that the the braves really get swamped in this series so we get there on sunday we get there early. We, we traverse the ballpark. Oh, my God. His eyes are like kid on Christmas. They're wide and big, and he's got this creeping smile on his face. It's getting a little bit wider every minute. And we get into the ballpark. The game starts, and he is just in awe. And by the end of the game, after watching three, no, four straight games with him, after taking him to a Mets bar, and watching one game of the doubleheader, I looked at him and I said, you love this team, don't you? And he goes, no. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, 
He loves wow. the Mets. He loves the Mets. He loves City Field. Wow. He loves the players. He loves Buck Showalter. I mean, at the end of it, he's like, you know what? I think I could root for the Mets if they made it to the World Series. How did this good. happen? They're very, very good. Who showed up at my house? Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay, so for people who don't know, and uh-huh. uh, and Brad, you're going to laugh, but Brian has his own uh-huh. podcast called Stone on Air. Uh, people might want to check that out this week because I'm going to guess his story. That's is because be he won't tell the truth. He won't. He'll telling, not. He, can't he will do not it. be able to tell you exactly what happened. Um, you know, yeah. he, I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you, he's so bad something. about this because I was on his podcast one time and I told him the truth about a story that he had constantly gotten wrong. And what happened casually <laughs> to that story? <laughs> it got deleted from the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good to be the king. It's it's so funny because uh, he's he ha- I, it's funny. I was talking to somebody about him just yesterday. Brian has uh, that classic. 90s era kid growing up where that's right if it didn't happen it didn't happen didn't exist when he yeah was a kid, and it wasn't it the greatest happen. ever and barry after yeah. after you said this to me that's i've right. never been able to look at him the same we watched that 99 uh woodstock documentary right the first one not this latest one and barry came on this podcast i don't know if taco right. remembers but he said brian stone is every kid that went to woodstock 99 because he went to woodstock 99 angry but they don't know what they're angry about. And that, and that is quintessential no Brian Stone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's exactly right. They don't know they just why know they're, that mad. they're mad about something. They just want to be that's mad because right. that, and I've said to you too, he's, he, he, he is so mad that he's not 14 <laughs> years old perpetually and discovering Pearl <laughs> every day. for the first time every day. Uh-huh. That's all he wants in life. He wants to be 14 and discover. Well, he's going to be blown time. away when he finds out that and I might be going to see them at the Apollo Theater. Oh, I know. Oh, don't I tell know. him that. I know. But guys, it was. Oh, don't tell him that. Well, you've already you've already stunned me by. Um, he, said, he cracked smiles. He smiled. <laughs> he was very happy. He used the word happy. <laughs> I mean, it might have been the greatest trip of his life. Wow, I can't. I cannot wait then to hear this podcast because it's not. I mean, I think that he's going to to acknowledge how much he liked it. But I think that he's going to have trouble not wedging in the things that he hates. He's going to have to invent some things that he hated (laughs) so that he can wedge them in just to balance out his his inability to be happy. Okay. Yeah, that's man. It was a good trip. So I I can't believe that's where we're starting because the place I I'm sorry, Barry. I feel like you have more questions. Well, I was going to I don't know if you, well, I do, because only because, uh-huh. and I don't know if you were going to bring it up, but not only did you guys go to the Braves, you went oh, to the Oh, God, uh, yeah. Rage, oh, right? my God, go guys. Machine, so I'm going right? to bring this up later when I start making some Bonnaroo demands, but this was one of the okay. great shows, and you know, I don't, I'm with Brian on this one. I don't like the hyperbolic greatest show ever guy, but this was one of the great shows I've ever seen in my life. And partly it's because I've never seen Rage before, partly because a lot of things. I'll get into it later. But this this thing was a master class, an absolute banger. I mean, I forgot how many hits they had. 
just one of the great shows I've ever seen. I'll, I'll talk mm. about that here in a second. But yeah, I mean that we did that. We saw a whole bunch of Seinfeld okay, cool. things uh, to come up to uh, Tom's Diner, which was uh, Monks and Seinfeld. Um, watch baseball like crazy. There's a there's a Mets bar in the Lower East Side called Standings that may be. Guys, you know how much I love dive bars, and you know how much I love pals in New Orleans. Oh, guys, it is way up there. It might be one of the great dive bars in the world. Uh, wow. I'm, I, even for a non-sports guy like Taco, you could walk in there and be like, this is badass. I mean, they've got banners from the 70s still hanging on the rafters. Uh, they've got all the sports weird memorabilia everywhere. Um, you know, light beer on tap. Uh, I mean, it is tailor-made. <laughs> tailor-made for us. I was going to say... I, yeah, they, I want to be there. They make a good G&T. Yeah. They make, yeah, they make Brian was all for, in on light okay draft beer it. that day. All in. I'm telling you, he, he wow. didn't have a complaint. Yeah. He didn't have a single complaint the entire weekend. That's that's going to be the podcast. That's what's going to be wrong. Because I didn't have anything to bitch sucked. about. <laughs> I, didn't have, yeah. I didn't have anything to complain about. Uh, um, <laughs> it was too nice. Yeah. Every, I love things too much. I, I hate yeah, it. Yeah, Burn it down. <laughs> uh, yeah, when I needed a drink, somebody was right there to bring it to me. I hate that. I mean, there's just no no complaints. I I mean, the man the man slept in every day. He he got everything he ever wanted. Um, you know, I I still am sitting on some major Brian Stone news that I've never shared with anyone. And I'm waiting He's for the, pregnant. I, <laughs> I'm waiting for the day to <laughs> to bring this up because I I just don't feel comfortable bringing it up without him right there, so you could see the look on his face that somebody's figured out right, a secret. Right. I have discovered something about Brian Stone that I don't think he's ever told anybody, and um, it, it's like it's like I've cracked the code. Okay. And he's going to be very, I don't know. You're going to see it all over his face. You'll see it all over his face and that, no, no, bro, no, bro. And then it's going to be like, oh, no. Oh, no, bro. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Um, I can't well, wait. there you go. That's, that's what you get after spending 15 years with somebody. Uh, so yeah. what else was I going to tell you? Uh, oh, I wanted to start the show off on something that I have been obsessed with for the last now two months since we last were together. And that's this, this new show called Lord Taco's Twitch. Now, <laughs> I have no idea what I'm watching, but I love every second of it. Please explain <laughs> to me what this is, because I'm so confused. It's just me playing video games and drinking PBR on stream, and... Um... Yeah, ever since we've kind of taken a break from the podcast, I you know jumped back into it because I got more time now. So um, doing it three nights a week, just about. I, I I understand that the I understand the top line, right? I understand that you playing yeah. video games and people just watching mm -hmm. it. But I'm yeah. okay. I'll start with a very easy question: What video games are these? I've never heard these of any are, of these games that you play. Uh, they're Super Nintendo games, okay, uh, and Nintendo games. Uh, Earthbound, Final Fantasy. Uh, oh, Final old, Fantasy, sure, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, old school RPG games. But That's it's mostly what I play. But it's just a, a bunch of little, you know, people walking around 
you know, a field. That sounds like baseball. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> From Lord Taco, baseball expert. <laughs> so what are you what People are you doing? walking around on a field. What are you doing at this game? Like what is the purpose of this game that you play? Well, uh, sometimes you do speed runs, which you try to uh, beat it as fast as possible, and then you know. Well, what does beating a, it mean? There's, there's a leaderboard. Uh, beating the game. Yeah, what does that mean? It means you beat the game. Well, I what? know, but how do you beat oh, the game? Collecting coins, points. Oh, I mean, running, it's, a, it's a long game. Yeah, there's, what are you killing? Yeah, there's like the... a story, and you progress through the story. I mean, do you want me to? <laughs> Are you saving a princess? What are you doing? Does she have blue hair? <laughs> Is there a blue-haired princess at the end of this this field? <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. I'm looking for the motivation this is here, just, Taco. This is just we'll so Taco. Out. So how do you beat the game? And Taco's answer is, you beat it. It's just so perfectly. I mean, are you wanting the specific win? Are you wanting specific win conditions of the game? Yeah, I don't. I, mean, I, I don't have know. To, like, go through the whole story. Okay, so it's a story, but what is the story? Well, I don't know if I have. You want me to go get the book and like read it to you? Like, what do you? Well, it, <laughs> what's I think, the setting? Is okay, it future? if somebody's watching medieval? the Twitch show is for it? the first time, I, I have no, no context of what this game is and what the purpose is, other than I'm just trying to beat it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Just watch it and find out. Okay, well, the, <laughs> again... Are you trying to save a princess? Are That's you Mario. Trying to build a, 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 trying a, to build a, a moat? moat. I know. Okay. I, 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 I mean, I, that's I my re okay. my point of reference. I have nothing. You're either killing people yeah. or saving a princess or, uh, you know, trying to <laughs> launch a rocket or something. I don't know. <laughs> I can tell you, neither of you have ever played a video game ever. I, not this one, which I've never heard of. Uh, Mario. <laughs> this is which is why yeah. I'm coming to you, the guy who plays it every day. <laughs> What is the purpose of this game? To have fun. To beat it. Yeah, I know. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go to the next topic here. That's very confusing to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah I don't... Good. Good talk. Good talk, Russ. A lot of lot of details. You're really there. grilling me hard on this. <laughs> okay. All right. Next thing that I don't understand about this game: How is? Where are these random sound effects coming from? Every now uh, and then, just effects. you're playing the effects. Well. People in chat can play them, yeah. Okay, now I'm starting to really get confused. So so there are people watching in the chat room. Okay, that screen that I'm watching, did you put all that together, or is that a Twitch mm -hmm. thing? I put it all together. So normally somebody who plays video games on Twitch doesn't have the three-screen thing like you do? Well, I mean, it's however, however you want to lay it out. If you want to put your camera up here and move the game over here i mean it's however you want to set it up but it's but twitch allows you to do that right yeah you, put whatever, you design it however you want okay all right so you didn't have to come up with the whole mainframe and create a a, a you know a, a code to make this thing work what mainframe and code i don't even know what you're well you when you sign into twitch you get options mm -hmm. of a layout is that what i'm guessing here no, I do all that. All, all Twitch does is just receive the video stream that I send. Okay, so you did have to create the, the layout of the, the screen. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so how I've did you do that? I've done. How did you do that? Uh, I use OBS and uh, you know create the scene and then okay. put all of my elements in there. Okay. With the overlays and stuff like that. Now see, there you go. That's what I'm asking when I'm asking what is the purpose of the game. That kind of detail. All right. So now, <laughs> so now after I, I figure that part out, you now have three cameras. Okay. You, so you have a feed mm-hmm. going into your TV uh, that's coming yep. through your OBS. Then you have a camera just on PBR. Yep. And then you have a camera on you. Yeah. So you have a three camera setup that you all put together that then is now uh, uh, going out live while you're playing. Okay. So now I've got the, mm-hmm. this figured out. So then there's a chat room. Now, is that a Twitch thing or did you create that too? That's, no, that's a Twitch thing. Okay. When people watch it on Twitch, they can, they can chat. Okay. And so. And they, they can execute commands to make sound effects play, to do different video effects there you go it's a lot it's very interactive okay so it am i right to assume there was one game that you've played in the past where they can take over the game or Mm -hmm. interject themselves yes how does that happen that's through a system called crowd control where the game that i'm playing you can create effects in the game like you could make an enemy spawn and attack like instantly okay so but not in earthbound no. Okay. So, yeah, you can do... Um, and, and, mm-hmm. and based on this... Com- I was going to say, based on this conversation, I'm hoping you're also commenting that, that you're doing a yeah. lot of talking yeah. while this is going on. I mean, on. a lot of talk talking yeah. okay. in, like, yeah. you know, Russ context. I mean, he's not chatty <laughs> Kathy with this, but, you know, for him, it's a lot of words. Yes, it is a lot of words for us. Okay. All right. So, so the people that are throwing things at you, you know, like mm-hmm. the sound effects and stuff, you don't know what's coming. So nope. somebody can just hit a sound effect of a fart noise and it'll, it'll show up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Now, how distracting does that become? It's not that distracting. Okay. You, I'm kind of used to it by now. Is it, is it, it, do they do it to disturb you? Do they do it to get on your nerves? All of the above. Okay, yeah. but but do they do it because you like it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And how many people are usually watching at one time? Uh, 10 to 15. Wow. Okay. See, Barry, like, this is what's so interesting about this. And, and what, what I think Taco doesn't understand is, like, know. somebody like me who sees, oh, Lord Taco is now live. I just hit play and watch it, and I have no context whatsoever as what's going on, right? So it is the most batshit crazy thing that I'm watching. Like, there's, there's people screaming. There's, a, there's an emoji that pops up. You know, there's a dancing baby all of a sudden, and then, you know, <laughs> Russ opens a PBR. Like, it's the strangest, like, old— you got it. Yeah. I mean, it like feels like Tuesday every night. great cable access show from our childhood that plays like midnight. <laughs> that you ask, you say, why is this on television? All right. Yeah. Yeah. People making good money. Doing now, has PBR reached out to you at all about no. this? Okay. No. All right. No, not once. I've reached out to them. Okay. And they never said no. anything? No. Mm. All right. Well, that's that was topic two I, on the uh, list of topics that I wanted to get to this week. Uh, Barry, have you not watched the Twitch show? Wow. Okay. No. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna have right, to. You'll now. be thrilled. 
now that you know exactly what we're playing. Now, what's on deck for this I can't week? Wait. Yeah. yeah. Now that I know what the goal is. <laughs> what are we playing this week, Taka? Uh, I don't know yet. Probably just more of the same. Okay. Okay. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Um, all right. So do we want to get into some of this news? Do you guys have anything you want to get to before uh, we dive in here on some of the, you know, the less important things? Yeah, no, let's jump in. Um, so a few months ago, yeah, I was in. told by, uh, uh, yeah, I was told by somebody that, you know, matters. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, and he predicted that you will see probably a dozen music festivals say goodbye this year and the um the death of the music festival industry is upon us and since then how many have we seen do exactly that not only buku um but you see uh, things like that but then you see the music midtowns completely pull out because of the gun law in in Georgia. So I throw it to you. It it feels like there is a, a, a shifting tide. The earth is shifting under our feet. Is it death of or culling of? Because that's what we, we talked about that. Uh, I know I mentioned it, that it felt like we were going to see a culling, that there were just too many of them. And uh, we were going to see a thinning of the numbers. I didn't predict a, the gun thing, uh, but it sure felt like there were just too too many festivals and not enough people and not enough money. Um, I mean, is that yep. pretty much? Yeah, what the, econ- told the, you? the economic things just don't. You're talking about they're not yeah. sustainable. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah, I, you could just feel it last year with you know so many of them not selling out. And numbers being down, there were just too many of them, too many choices. Uh, all the reasons we talked about, you know, the economy, uh, gas, uh, fact that we we sort of lost the mojo with you know two and a half years that people kind of lost 
you know, uh, didn't feel like the, the FOMO thing wasn't quite as strong as it was before, you know? It's like, okay, I've missed them for two years. I can maybe miss another whatever. But uh, I, I will say I reached out this morning to a, a couple of people and uh, Bonnaroo. Well, I mean, they just they just list. put out that, that uh, we'll be back that. in 2023. Uh, I know, but if you remember, we talked about there was some internal or saber rattling that was what's going, going on with that the city and the county and some of the businesses i think it i think they did the city get what they wanted they, thought they would uh, i don't know the details i didn't get into that level i just asked well but real quick real quick back real quick back up because we actually never we wanted to talk about this in detail uh months ago but we never got to it so back up the city was demanding more money from Bonnaroo because they lost revenue in 2021. Uh, okay. Well, that was the county actually. The city and the city annexed the farm, which meant the county was losing that revenue. And as part of the contract, the county was supposed to get a percentage of sales based on the two previous years, which was zero. Uh, so they were obviously in a fix. But then there were some local businesses uh, that were. Uh, basically trying to make all their money at once and, and raising rates and that sort of thing. And it was going to cost Bonnaroo a lot more money. And so there was, you know, there was some going back and forth. I, you know, I think I said then I thought it would be resolved um, because, you know, you don't look that golden cow or golden goose, you mm -hmm. know, don't, don't kill the golden goose. Uh, Manchester's uh, doesn't have a lot of other options. Not certainly nothing like that. Uh, so you know, you kind of figured they would work it out. Like I said, I only got a short answer, but it sounds mm -hmm. like something was worked out. Um, so, yeah. You know, because remind everybody. I mean, uh, what we we decided what forty thousand people was. You know, I've been meaning to get the the there. final count. Um, um, I haven't. I guess I could. I could ask, huh? I didn't, never actually did that. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of uh, p people talking after it was all over. I mean, there were a lot of things, Russ, you and I noticed. Uh, you know, security was not nearly as as uh, vibrant, shall we say, as, as no, it had no, been no. in the past. And uh, fewer people. And, um, I mean, one thing that I think... Uh, um, you know, I, I didn't even think about, but like this, they didn't even give up. You're talking about those t-shirts, Brad. They didn't even wow. give those out to the staff this year. I mean, that was another one. Well, well, wait, what, then what were the volunteers wearing? T-shirts. Stop yeah, it. So how were they identified? I never. They had vests. Didn't wow. They have vests? What? I don't even remember, Russ. So, yeah, so, so, base, so yeah. basically neon vests that, you know, county inmates wear when they're cleaning up the yard. Got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I mean, a little thing like that is a perk. You know, you go home with a T-shirt. Um, oh, my God. I didn't know that. A T-shirt. So, I mean, that little, saved them a lot of money. I know, right? Little things like that. T-shirts are expensive. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, they are we expensive. know. We've got plenty. Barry, you want to give uh, some wages just real know. quick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plug the whatpodcast.com. T-shirts are available. Yeah, go to yeah. That's right. You can get all kinds of merch. Have some stickers left. Maybe an orange duties. vest. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Um, but anyway, it, it's they seem to have resolved it, so we'll see. And uh, I, I will be curious um, as part of this conversation to see if events like Bonnaroo uh, benefit from some of these. Well, maybe, but away. but the big three, uh, you know, see. the of the big three, only one had a bad year. You know, the city festivals are doing really well right now because you know you have other things to do. Right. Um, you know, Lollapalooza did just fine. Lollapalooza sold out. ACL selling out. Uh, Coachella did just fine. Um, so, you know, Bonnaroo is the only one that really struggled. And there's, for years, why, well, look, let's put it this way. For years, they were the standout because they were a camping festival. And that what's made them unique. That was also the reason why they probably struggled this year more so than any other festival. So it's a give and a take. Right, right. Yeah, I'm really, really curious to see... Uh, I think, I think we sort of Russ and I. I know that Friday night maybe, or was it Saturday? I guess it was Saturday night because you were, you were asleep <laughs> on Friday night. <laughs> uh, but you and wait, I were wait, wait, about, wait, 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 Why did Russ fall asleep early on Friday year? night? I forget. Because you went hard on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I know it. He put his. Uh, he put his dinosaur costume on. He went into hibernation. Yeah, he went into. He went extinct. extinct. He went, yeah. went extinct. <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember you and I on that Saturday night, you know, I think we talked about it on our last episode is, you know, do we want to stay in media? Do we want to go out to GA? And, you know, what might we do different next year? And um, I, I, mm. I don't. Well, you don't have plenty of time to think about it, Barry. Uh, you have plenty went, of time. But it was. I, I, I'm glad I went, but. I'm not in a hurry to go experience. Well, I mean, look, oh, sorry. I know that Um, much. No, I think think what I would start wondering is with the comment from uh, a higher up in in the industry saying that, you know, the music festival business is in a really tough spot. You know, you get Music Midtown gone, you you start wondering and looking around and saying, well, who might be next? You know, is is a forecastle in trouble? Mm are you, are you going to get a shaky knees in trouble? Uh, these these seem like no-brainers that they come back because they've been so successful. I mean, shaky knees was very successful this year, but you know the economics of this is mm-hmm. they're really tricky. At the second at the second that you have to jack up prices twenty five percent, it's going to really change the way that you um, ask yourself uh, can can we can we sustain this? And I don't I don't know the answer. Right. And uh, just just from a local level, we've got Moon River in what? Yep. Three weeks. Three or four weeks. Four weeks. Yeah. Uh, three and a half. How are sales weeks. for that, by the way? It's not sold out. It's oh. it's not sold out. Well, what I was gonna say. So Moon River. Well, wait a second. Okay. It's not, they're not and doing also, okay. They haven't uh, sold out. Haven't and all. and that's a festival. It's only. I mean, they're, they're only selling ten thousand well. tickets, right. right? Yeah, between ten and twelve, depending on how they how they configure it each year. But uh, right about that. Yeah, I think they're close from what I understand but not sold out. And then I understand to your, your point just a second ago that our, the Riverbend festival, which is local, almost 40 years old, totally redid it this year, went from an unlimited number of admission to a 15,000 cap, which they hit. Uh, but it basically basic, it, it just about broke even from what I understand. And part of that was because of a $2 million, um, 
was it a grant that the gave, government uh, gave to? Um, I think so. Uh, it, entertainment. Yeah, I don't know if it's a grant or whatever you call it, but basically a grant. Um, and so, you know that that's a big a big um, bunch of money to get that you can't count on next year. So, like you said, they're probably looking at. I mean, raising tickets. I haven't, I haven't tracked the money, follow the dollar, but uh, I wonder how many of these music festivals got bailed out during COVID with with these kinds of programs. Sure. And you just made a really, really great point in that can survive them this year, but how does it bring back next year? Hence, right. you're seeing a lot of these cancel. You know, look, I think that we all universally think that. Um, Firefly did a nice job. I mean, our, our buddy Sean is now booking that Firefly Festival, and I think that he did a great job booking it, but it's not sold out. And Firefly always does well. These, these yeah. second-tier festivals, I think, are in real, real trouble. Um, now, I know that there's conspiracy sure. theories going around about Music Midtown because, you know, they're trying to hide behind the gun law, and maybe they weren't selling as many tickets. Well, you know, look, I, I don't think they were selling as many tickets as they thought, but I was absolutely 1 million percent um, reiterated to that it was the gun law. And even if they are doing a really good job messaging that and getting everybody on the same page and, and, and making that the point, I believe them. I believe them. Um, but it is, yeah. it is good timing if you want to get out of the business. It's a it's a good time to start reallocating dollars well, somewhere yeah. else. Not not just not just that, but as we've said, and you know, God, I hate to again be doom and gloomy, but not having an event for two years. Well, I actually don't think it's doom and gloom, harder. Barry. I think it I makes mean, the ones that survive better. I think the reason why we are so bummed out in some of the Bonnaroo and some of the other festival lineups is because we've seen it happen. It it happened last week, and it happened the week before that, and it happened the week before that. Like, how many more times do we have to carbon copy the same music festival lineup over and over? And so, and and it goes back to a conversation that we had with um, Quayar and and other professionals, these these more curated experiences, experiences, these places that have really uh, special... Uh, identities and brands, they're the ones that are going to probably survive more than others. And, you know, your, your regular music festival that's in your, you know, in your hometown or in your region, they're probably the ones that are going to pack up. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it has to have that, that special reason. I mean, you, you can see band XYZ mm-hmm. almost anywhere. It's what, I mean, look, GovBall was a, a was a mess this year, absolute mess. Uh, does that something like that survive next year? Why would it need to? It was yeah. in it was in the City Field parking lot for Christ's sakes. What kind of brand experience do yeah. you think you're going to get on asphalt? Yeah, right. This right, is not well, a music festival. I, That's a fair. I, I know we're gonna. I know we're gonna talk about uh, Woodstock '99 too, but it 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 all. A lot of this is, um, I mean, I just watched it this week, and it was stunning to me to see the progression from 1999 to 2002 when Bonnaroo started. Um, well, don't don't get too much into it because I haven't seen it yet. And it's all about. No, I haven't. I, I saw the first one, but oh, I have not seen the latest one. No. Oh, my. 
it's it's more. Well, somebody more told me that, and you tell me if I'm right, right or wrong. But somebody told me that it was more not putting the onus on the musicians and putting it more on the promoters. That the first one was way too blaming, you know, the bands for everything. Yeah, Fred Durst for everything. Fred Durst. Yeah, there was a lot of that. Um, it was a lot more emphasis mm. on how women were treated in this one, even mm-hmm. though it was mentioned in the first one. That was a big, big issue, and uh, we, you know, I, no, I'm gonna wait because that. I want us all to watch it first, and then seen it because I. Okay, all right. So my point in bringing it up really is uh, kind of what we were just saying is, as we've learned, and uh, the reason you and I and and Taco are doing this podcast is we've just appreciated that level of um, customer service and branding that Bonnaroo has had Um, you know thanks to guys like Jeff Cuellar I mean just guys who who wake up and and think what would I want you know as a fan what do I want I want water I want shade I want comfort I want well you know well I will say bringing it back home uh, if there's anything that Bonner has been really, really good at over the last 16, 17 years, Barry, uh, they're fantastic listeners. And there's very rarely yeah. a time there's something yeah. happens on that farm where they don't hear it and reacts in some positive way to it. So uh, I have no inside yep. track on this, but I can promise you whatever was said this year, they heard it. Which brings me to my demand. What, which, this, that, or the other? From Bonnaroo to Coachella, traversing the music festival landscape can be tricky. That's where we come in with high fives for everyone. The What Podcast with Brad, Barry, Lord Taco, dedicated to exploring the entire festival scene. Brad has worked in the radio industry for more than 20 years and currently lives in Brooklyn, where he is program director for three stations, including one in New York, one in Detroit, and one in Miami. Barry's been a reporter for the Chattanooga Times Free Press, covering all aspects of the entertainment industry since 1987. That's before you were born. Lord Taco, the smart guy who makes these podcasts on our website at thewhatpodcast.com work. Also really good at identifying babies, loves blue-haired moms, PBR, and his beautiful Volkswagen bus. We all fell in love with the Bonnaroo Festival years ago, not only because of the amazing bands that play there every year, but also because of the incredible community spirit that has developed around it. Radiate positivity. And we really like talking about the inside baseball stuff when it comes to putting on a huge music festival. So join us. You can hear the What Podcast on the Consequence Podcast Network or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. I have some demands. I do. I have some demands. I've spent two months, three months now in New York. Four months. I'm sorry. Four months in New York. And I have come away with a few things that I am absolutely demanding Bonnaroo consider and do. Um, And this is not because it's not self-serving, although it's self-serving. All right. So I am starting (laughs) demand number one. I cannot believe after 16 years, 17 years, however long this festival has been around, I cannot believe that not one time they have, they have booked rage against the machine. It is almost derelict of duty 
that the one of the greatest rock bands on the planet has played Coachella how many times, have done how many tours now, few and far between, but never once come to Bonnaroo. I am out of my mind in love with this Rage show that I saw on Monday. Now, you're seeing somebody who is, I'm a, I'm a casual Rage Against the Machine fan. I like them. I know their songs. I know it was going to be good. Barry, I didn't know it was going to be incredibly great. I had no idea that, first off, you forget that there's only three guys putting out that sound. Outside of Zach, there's only three guys making that thing feel so big. Not only that, you forget how great of a guitar player Tom Morello is. You say it in your head, oh yeah, Tom Morello, great guitar player. Oh, no, 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 no. He's not great. (laughs) He's the greatest guitar player alive. And it is incredible how he keeps that whole operation sounding pitch fucking perfect. Every note is perfect. It's insane. Third, Zach had a broken leg, which I think made the show better. He had to sit on a gearbox... He had to sit on a, well, it didn't feel like, he, he, he only had to do vocals, right? So he didn't have to, like, bounce around the stage and make a, no, 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 he just had to make the vocals right. So he had to sit on a box, and he had so much energy on this box, it almost felt like sometimes when he was spinning around, spinning around, putting his leg in the air, it felt like he was levitating. He had so much energy coming off of that box. Um is that why they say break a leg when you go out? Literally, stage? yeah, you'll be, be you'll be a better yeah. performer. Uh, fourth, <laughs> I have never seen a show at Madison Square Garden before, but the only thing that's ever come close to the almost perfection of sound that is on the what stage is what I just heard at Madison Square Garden. Oh my God, Barry, this venue! I, I've I've never I've never heard a venue better. Aside from Bonnaroo's what stage, it may have been the best sounding venue I've ever been into in my life. Every seat is padded and comfortable. Uh, I, 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 I can't tell you how much I loved this entire experience. Fifth, the, the knock on rage is too negative for Bonnaroo. Not the right kind of energy. And man, if that's the argument, uh, I want to point you to the screen that, that they have behind them. Whereas during some of the songs, they were posting names and stories of social justice, people who have been um, abused by police, social justice warriors, uh, celebration of, of people who have helped, putting um, people's stories up that have, haven't been told before, that have been forgotten, people who have been completely used by the system or, or abused by the police. They, they throw these stories on, and there's nothing to me more Bonnaroo than Rage Against the Machine and how they are social justice warriors and, and trying to affect change in all of the right spaces. That's exactly what Bonnaroo is. How have they not booked well, Rage I mean, Against I, the Machine? I, 
who's saying they were too negative? And, and I mean, I, I'm sitting here thinking that tool show wasn't exactly a big, warm, fuzzy hug, <laughs> no. was it, Taco? I mean, <laughs> talk about the video. <laughs> I demand. Um, they're definitely not too negative. Well, I mean, look, um, killing in the name of, uh, you know, you can you can find people who, who would say that's just not the right sound. In fact, I, I got a few. I got a few messages saying it's just not the sound that Bonnaroo is known for it. I just, I just don't, I, I don't okay. buy it. I don't agree with it. Nobody in our generation has been able to write songs and put a message out in lyrics this profound and this impactful in what? In a generation? Why? Why? What? What is keeping you from? I understand the 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 rationales that we've heard before. You know, not everything works. You know, the Tory. There should be no debate right. here. Get rage or nobody. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the one last band that you haven't gotten, and you can make an argument about the Stones, but give me a break. You know, this is real. This is a real a, a, a real band that you could absolutely go get. Why are you not throwing money at them? That would be the single biggest thing they could do to get back um, into who we know Bonnaroo is. Second demand. Second demand. I demand Bonnaroo bring. CeeLo Green to be the host of the next Super Jam. All right, CeeLo Green did an album with Dan Arbach. Now, uh, Dan Arbach uh, made him do this, this beautiful sort of Pentecostal church Teddy Pendergrass album. It didn't get heard for a long time because CeeLo was in a, uh, a bit of a Me Too mess and not of a bit. It was of his own creation and he just kept making it worse. So he, he damn near ruined his career with his Me Too mo moment. Well, the album gets put out, and now he's doing shows. He did one at Jazz Fest, all tri a tribute and a dedication to James Brown, where they're all wearing a jumpsuit where it says Brown Automotive on the back of it. So they're going effortlessly through James Brown's catalog, through his catalog, through Meatloaf, to uh, Celine Dion. They are weaving so many hits through the James Brown catalog and it's done with an absolute stunner of a band behind him. Absolute stunner. Now, CeeLo, you know, can, you know, here nor there. But imagine CeeLo hosting the Super Jam with Dan Arbach half an hour away in Nashville. And you see the drama that's around the Black Keys right now. And Patrick Carney's, you know... Whatever is going on with him and Michelle Branch. But I don't think the Black Keys are going to be touring much longer considering the drama that's happening between them. So you're going to get Dan sitting on his hands in Nashville, already produced an album with, with CeeLo. Bring it down. Let him curate a James Brown super jam. What, what are we? This is, this is a slam dunk. Yeah, why not? Wasn't he? Uh, wasn't CeeLo banned from Chattanooga? He was. He was never. <laughs> he, he said banned, some curse uh, words and he mooned yeah, the was, white he, people. They were very upset. <laughs> yeah, he was never officially banned, but he's not on anybody's short list to invite back anytime yeah. soon. So, so the big, so the big. So, but whatever. All right. So I well, want to hear so, the other so demands. Well, so the the knock on CeeLo, the reason why you would say he can't do it is because of his Me Too movement, and to that I would say I hear you. I'm not discounting it, but 
uh, they had no problem putting all-time low on the bill, and they had no problem putting Machine Gun Kelly on the bill. Now, uh, they might have been missteps, and they might have regretted it, but there is precedent for them to bypass, you know, certain indiscretions or, or, or problems and uh, an artist's past. The, the rest of my demands are not so much demands, although they are gentle pushes. It is time for us to look around and celebrate the uh, friend of the shows, Duran Jones and the Indications and Aaron Frazier. Uh, one of the great shows I have seen now twice this past uh, year and a two years, Aaron Frazier at ACL and now Aaron Frazier at a small Brooklyn club um, right around from our house. Uh, Duran Jones is going to have a new album. Uh, Aaron Fraser is is slowly going to be a solo superstar. I am betting. I don't know why uh, we're not putting Duran Jones uh, and, and booking them uh, almost immediately. And then finally, it is time to bring Julian Baker and Angel Olsen and... Sharon Von Etten, back to Bonnaroo and let them curate an entire female empowerment experience. I think that the, the, the best female artists that we have on the planet right now, Brandi Carlisle, Sharon Von Etten, Phoebe Bridgers, Maggie Rogers, Julian Baker, this group is a knockout. We are in a almost a golden age of female performers and they're getting zero love on the radio. They're selling out everywhere. They're streaming everywhere. I don't know why we're not, I don't know why we're not putting all of them with Bonnaroo's problem with women and the first headliner being Lizzo and then Stevie Nicks. Man, now's the time. Now's the time to just bring them all. Do whatever you can. I mean, the, those those girls are, are, are in Nashville. Do it, bring them all. Make, make an entire day an entire stage dedicated to just female liberation. Fuck the patriarchy, you know? Put them all on one stage and let them run. Do something completely different, completely out of the box. Give them an entire plaza, too. This is, there's, I, I, don't, I don't see why not. At this point, it's time. There you go. That's what I got. I hope they're listening. That's what I got. You done? Oh, oh, oh you know. Good, I, I'm I glad. I taking notes, so uh, Taco, do you? Do you, do you want to uh -huh. reach out to Stephen and Brian mm -hmm. up there in uh, Knoxville and uh, tell them, tell them, guys, it's done. <laughs> you know, your work is done. Brad's yeah. done it all for you. Or do you want me to? Because I'm happy to Believe me, these, uh... I'm sending this recording to the C3 people right now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. They're going to Solved be all your problems, they, guys. They Solved no all idea. your problems. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, they love getting these kind of notes. I know. Who uh, you look, can it's get. it's not so much about who you can get. It's that um, this uh, we're in a time now where it calls for sort of a different approach to things. I, the standard operating playbook and all of these things are just not going to work as well as they did in the past. It's time to do something different. And yeah, well. I mean, I, th I think that's, we've been saying that for the last three or four episodes, that this whole year felt like a do-over. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a reset. And I, I mean, I, I still think so. We didn't have, you know, um, the suggestions and the demands. Well, I think, like I, you, I'll tell like you, I'll you tell you why. I, I've, so, you know. 
I've had a lot of time, time to think, to about, think about, about it, it and actually. I and I don't say this as some sort of like uppity all of a sudden walking into New York, New Yorker, but um, when you're here, well, I don't want it to sound like that. Kind of no, I don't want it to sound like, like that. The reason I say it is because I've seen more shows <laughs> in the last four months than I probably did in four years, even including Bonnaroo, right? And so, sure. when, yeah, sure. I, I've been so like jumped into this pool and swimming around it and I start looking around. First off, it's the reason why I didn't no need to like break my neck to get to Bonnaroo or Lollapalooza this year is because every week is a music festival here, right? Like the, the challenge is to stop yourself and to not do something. But I've seen enough of these shows now to say to myself, you know, doing the same old thing and finding the same old artists are just not gonna, they're not gonna cut it anymore. I don't think that that's being a Fair uppity New Yorker, is it? Oh, uh, come on, Barry. Yeah, maybe. Um, well, I mean, you know, not everybody got to see. Rage I know. That's why I want them to. I demand them to bring them to Bonnaroo. I demand it. <laughs> <laughs> I will be. I will be your fighter, Bonnarooians. I will be your warrior because I will not rest. You will hear me say it every episode on this goddamn podcast from now until Bonnaroo twenty twenty two. Bring rage. Bring rage. I would love to I have like a minute. That I, is. I, I, it, I, I just can't. Yeah. If it was that good at Madison Square Garden. Oh, imagine how good it would be on Friday night on yeah. the what? I wish uh, probably the, our next episode, I, I, maybe Russ and I can come up. I'd with love a that. List of I'd love that. That's a little strong for me. Yeah. Uh, what? What? I don't know that I have a list. More blue hairs. Uh, Got it. Taco based on more <laughs> based on last year. I mean, uh, you know what? changes need to be made i know you know we we talked about you know they moved us from the trees but that's <laughs> okay you just thing. beat me up about making everything about me and then barry's like i just didn't like being out no in the but sun. there were the issues with the jam tracks and some of the the gates and some of those sorts of things you know maybe we ought to think and um uh, come up with our own list of changes uh, see i don't i uh, i'm not asking for a lot of changes I'm asking. I'm asking for the. I'm asking for right, them right. to rethink it. how they are approaching putting this lineup together. It, well, what I was going to say was interesting. Is, is now we're talking about lineup being, you know, we've we've all the last couple of years we've sort of been lineup is important, but it's not all encompassing. And I, I, does it feel like this year the oh, lineup yeah. is going to be very? Important? Oh yeah. And and Absolutely. look, look, yeah. I just yeah. if if exactly. we go down this path of. You know, come October and November when we're doing lineup hunting and we are, you know, throwing out our mock lineups and saying, you know, my wish list is this, this and this. Man, I tell you, if we come to January, February, when the lineup gets announced and it's the same old load of crap, we're all going to yep. be like, we don't care anymore. Yep. I'm telling you, you're just not going to care anymore. I, I know the experience is, is wonderful and we're going to all talk about how great we love that. Yes, we do. But it. At some point, we got to you got to do something different. Yeah, I I don't disagree. I mean, uh, this last year was a eh, you know I've talked about it. It was a lot. Of, it was a work year for me, which I knew, and it was also a, a different kind of thing for a variety of reasons. But there was nobody on that lineup that was a must must see for me. There were a lot of people that I wanted to see, and you know, but there was no bucket list or can't believe I saw. Uh, act 
and it certainly as a as an entirety, it wasn't like that. I hear you. You know, I hear you. Still had a good time, but yeah, I, I think you're right. I think this the lineup better come strong. It, it better. I be can't one miss of those, it. I can't. That's miss right. It. That's right. Type yeah. of lineup. Um, that's what they need. All right. Um, that's uh, that's all I got for this week. I know there's a lot still left on the table, but uh, that's about it. Yeah, Russ, have you watch, watched it? I watched the new one. No, I'll watch okay. it this week. All right, so that's our homework. We'll do that, and we'll uh, try to reconvene yeah. next week. What do you say, guys? And watch it with this thought in mind, because it, it, when it was after it was over, it really stuck with me. It was in 1999, obviously, and then Bonnaroo was three yeah. years later. Transition, not just from festivals, but social society and just all kinds of Okay. Watch it with that. All right, we'll do. You're the best. All right. See you guys soon. All right. Love you, bye. All right. Love you, bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109.